0: Welcome back, listeners. Uh, Allie and uh, Segment One. There, we were kind of cr- cruising along around Southeast Minnesota. We kind of stopped up around Lanesboro. Was our last check of Fillmore County, and had a nice check up there. And as we did that one, that left Fillmore County at a, a 217 bushel uh, per acre average. Uh, from there, we cruised up to Winona County, and um, you know we had a lot of different. You know unique checks up there and um we did three checks that were under 200 bushel and one that was over just what were some of your observations up uh, as we got to anona county up and around that st charles area
1: yeah we just had a hard time finding some checks that got us over that 200 bushel per acre mark and the fields that we you know kind of the luck of the draw i want to keep it randomized and the fields that we were in were the ones that we were arguably seeing more of that nitrogen firing from the bottom up and getting to that point where you're probably going to start pulling, pulling back from the top a little bit. And like we talked about in our overview on Friday, I think some of that nitrogen deficiency is just coming from the compounding factors with those drier conditions and not getting some of that nitrogen mineralization um, to help our cause there. Um, but what would you, I mean, you're in that area in the day to day, what we observed average wise for Winona, how do you think that sticks true with what you're seeing across the board?
0: Yeah, there's definitely some way better corn than that Winona County. Um, you know, but, but we, we kept our checks pretty random. And uh, in some cases we, we saw a little bit more nitrogen deficiency in a couple of fields that was holding it back. Um, some lighter soils uh, on one check was there. And um, you know, I think there's one or two checks there who might've been just kind of unlucky what the, the size of the, one of the random years was, but that's just the way the, the pro farmer tour checks go as you're kind of at the mercy of those randomized checks. But that's why we do it randomly. And um you know, overall, I think Winona County is, is going to hang in there pretty good compared to other counties. But um, but there are some pockets of variability uh, up in that area that are um, going to show that moisture stress a little bit more. And um, so once we wrapped up Winona County, we headed back West Alley, and then we actually came back into Olmstead County uh, to kind of finish up our run there to catch the other side of Rochester. And uh, we are up in that Viola area, and um, yeah, we found some really nice corn up there.
1: Yeah, it's, again, it kind of stuck true. We started the day in Olmstead on the, the west side of Rochester, and then... In Bella County, on the or in around Viola on the east side of Rochester, there and um, just a great check there. And if we round about what we average for Olmstead, that was actually our high of our whole tour. So we averaged out at 224 bushels per acre. And again, I think that does just stick true with more moisture up there. We could observe that as we walked those fields. You know, it was hard to find moisture um, kind of in furrow, and we could actually see it in some of those fields. So I do think that's what probably kicked it up into another notch. And um, that number probably sticks true with that likely averaging higher than maybe some of those other counties as we come on down the stretch.
0: Yep. And then you did a little bit of work uh, in Dodge County there. Do you just want to give a summary of that. I wasn't along on that leg of the tour.
1: Yeah. So I guess I said Olmstead was our high, but Dodge and Olmstead actually tied. So Dodge mm-hmm. was, um, we averaged that out at 224 as well. Um, just, they've really been keeping that moisture coming throughout the season. Um, really, really been lucky that way. Uh, so the potential has been there getting some of these rains to push them to the finish, I think they're gonna be able to to hold the yield that we're measuring in that county, which is nice to see. Um, we just don't unfortunately, you know, see that across the board in Southeast Minnesota. Um, but you actually, you hit that extreme Southeast corner, Houston County, uh, what did you see there?
0: Yeah, I did that uh, last Friday morning and uh, I kind of started between Rushford, Houston. Um, you know, floods last year, um, 2019, really kind of limited some of the harvested acres and the yields down through there and um yeah had a really nice check to start out down there um um just a little bit over 200 bushel which was you know a really good check for for the field that i was in uh from there headed up towards caledonia spring grove area and um had had some really high checks down through there had one up in the 260s and one that was a little bit lower just strictly because of um just kind of unlucky ear sampling on that one the field's gonna be better than the like the 165 bushel average that we had there but it's just kind of the way it came out by the time we wrapped up Houston came in at at 216 bushel per acre but I kind of thought of my travels I think Houston County looked um overall really good I, I think they're gonna gonna have a, a pretty good crop overall down there and uh, they're short of rain but they're hanging on pretty good and and we'll see how it finishes but in in some reality that put us at a 214 bushel average in the um Is that a six-county average I think we had there, Ellie. I'm not doing my math there. I think it was a six-county average. And um, yeah, it'll be curious to see how how that shakes out. Um, You know, the big thing with rainfall is, you know, I don't think there's a lot of upside to this crop, but I think there is some downside depending on how this crop finishes. And, you know, seeing some of these fields where ears are flopping really early and and running out of moisture, um, that's going to be the issue. And really that Minnesota-Iowa border, I think coming from, all the way across those Southern tier counties is where it's the driest. And um, that's where I think there's just the biggest uh, wild card of how this, this crop is going to finish corn and soybean wise.
1: And I'm wondering too, if I would just like to get your take on one more thing. So we keep using the word variable in some of these locations. And I think it's important to tie that back to maybe where some of this variability could be coming from due to some of the things we experienced earlier in the season, even though relatively conditions were pretty great.
0: Yep. Yeah. And I, I think, um, you know, there's weather variability, but crop nutrition is going to play in the corn crop. It's going to play a huge role. You know, we, we talked a lot about nitrogen deficiencies and, um, and, and, you know, next to relate to nitrogen or sulfur P and K, the whole works. We talk a lot about that in the off season. Um, I think those farms with a really good crop nutrition plan are, it's going to be a bigger gap than what we usually see. Um, you know, good crop nutrition programs, you know, versus ones that were, we maybe just didn't quite get right or we ran out of nitrogen late. Um, it's going to be 20 to 30 bushel in some cases. And uh, we'll see what the combine says when it rolls, but um, management is going to be a big thing in this crop based on our, our observations. With that, we'll wrap up. We'll have more uh, next week and um, harvest is getting close. So be sure to be sure to tune in each week.